Yo, what up, though? This is Esham, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. Yo, what up, though, man? This is Big Greg, and you rocking with the Connected Experience. This is Premier Pete, and you're rocking with the Connected Experience. Cheers. Oh, yeah, this is Jake Prince coming at you live and in living color, and you rocking with the Connect Experience. Yo, what's up, everybody? It's comedian TK Kirkland, a.k.a. T to the motherfucking K. And when I'm in Detroit, you already know what it is. I listen to the Connected Experience. You should, too. Connected. I'm Santuan. I'm Antoine. And we the Connected Experience. Bro, what's the Connected Experience? It's the lifestyle. A uh, lifestyle. Our lifestyle. lifestyle. How that lifestyle been treating you? Hey, man. I couldn't ask for a better lifestyle. What about you? Yeah, it's been cool, man. I ain't been tripping, man. I actually been advancing in several things in my regular life on so many levels that. That sounds fancy. Yeah, yeah. Big, big time shit. So uh, I got a word of the episode. Okay, what you got? Word of the episode is Makai. That's toward or by the sea. Seaward. And that's a a, a, a verb. Okay. Well, uh, an adverb. <laughs> an a verb. Yeah. You been watching battle rap, nigga? Yeah, yeah, recently. Oh, yeah. Classic shit, though. Yeah, classic. yeah. I like that classic shit, too, man. So. We did it, man. Forty years old, the the, the, the real forty boy, dog. Yeah, man. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations. Happy, Happy birthday. birthday. Yeah, 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 yeah. So this is y'all listening to this on Monday, May twenty third, and today is actually my dad's birthday as well. So happy birthday to my pops. Yeah. Happy birthday to the old man. You and then tomorrow, May twenty fourth. It's Charlie's birthday. Happy birthday, Charlie, Charlie! Will be a year old. Charlie is my uh Shih Tzu. He's my uh what is that called? Emotional support, yeah, <laughs> support dog I was who, going who else's birthday on may 24th let's see if you remember is it uncle michael uh-uh. no i don't remember aunt queenie oh aunt queenie yeah aunt queenie is so you up a motherfucking uh quilt, quilt. my mama yeah. still got hers my mama actually showed shelby that because shelby auntie sold her a quilt and i was yeah. like well uh yeah you got to keep this forever blah 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 she used to chew tobacco man. spit that shit in the thing aunt yeah. queenie was cool as hell though. i she wish did. we were yeah we was too young to get some of them old school stories yeah, yeah to get the history yeah. Yeah, yeah but i remember though because i just never forget uh, her. her she her lived birthday. in the front room yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i was what actually scared was that? that's that was that's mama auntie okay i was actually scared to go in that room because she just was old and she it was because she spit that shit in the yeah, yeah. <laughs> chewing tobacco but charlie you know what i'm saying i was going through a lot of things man and charlie is always at the front door happy to see me no matter what's going on and that helped me out in my uh my mental health journey i guess i would say is that what people calling it now but definitely supported me we get high but he don't like to smoke blacks and shit so when i start to smoke the black and mild or the tobacco product he come to the door he bark and he get up out of there but Happy birthday, Charlie. First birthday. Yeah, you know what, though? And he always be thinking, I'm you, but then... Yeah. Uh, oh, he know, yeah. Yeah, because I rub him and stuff, you know what I'm saying, just to let him know, just so when I do come over there, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Plus, I hate to leave him if nobody... Yeah, right he throw the sad look on because... And he'll jump in the window. And yeah. Look, yeah. He watch you leave. You yeah, know and what I mean? else about Charlie is that... Um, I had told him when I first got him, like, no matter what, you always going to be the big dog of the house. You have to teach the other dogs. Well, I recently decided that I'm not getting another dog until yeah. after Charlie because Charlie was in the trenches with me. Like, right now, he'll be at the crib all day while I'm at work. And since I'm going through a career uh, industry change and I'm uh, more available in my house, I don't want Charlie to have to share that time with me with another dog. I don't want to fuck my dog up. That was nice of you. Yeah, because I fuck with Charlie. Consider it a Charlie. Yeah, I mean, I, I understand that as well. And I, I, that was not a joke. I do think that yeah. because now he like, damn, you just got to the to crib. And you got this. I got And I got to teach this nigga. Right. So is he going to teach him the right or the wrong? Yeah. But, but I just uh, looking back on our 40 years, man, like is 
that that's four decades we've been here, bro. Eighty two yeah. to two thousand twenty two, and actually this whole month is our birthday, and this is why because right. the calendar reads five twenty two. The whole yeah. the whole month, Ooh, you know you what I'm cold, saying? Nigga with that boy. Right. So this whole so that's 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 really special. I don't. Everybody's not gonna get that. Everybody's not gonna get that, man. You know what I'm so, like, what's some things you feel like you can reflect on that uh, really changed you and made you who you are going into forty? Like, give me uh, three significant events. Okay, so and they they don't have, have to, to be, be in chronological order. order. So, yeah. I during this forty year journey, I remember how I, I realized how important everything that Granddaddy Ronald Legion was teaching us because to this day, that's who we are like we planted seeds and we watched seeds grow it was like so much deeper than him just showing us how to work in a that, garden that's ill because i just said that to my wife last night you like, understand we, what i'm saying our said, whole like, life he, has he been, taught us yeah. through gardening like about what life. to expect in life you feel yeah. what i'm saying and I, and the more i look back when we went outside of looking at things like that they never worked for us because right. we didn't get this stuff a chance to blossom and i also or we didn't plant that seed, seed. Yeah, yeah, we didn't like we we and because some of the seeds that we planted, we didn't even know we were planting. It's just like you, if you ever garden, like you throw the seeds places, and then you don't even know, like right. So what I actually had said to my wife is like, but it was that exact same sentiment, right? Right. Uh, and I, I said he he literally taught us from the beginning to the end how. If you apply this, how it go? Because I personally used to cultivate the land, so it don't matter what was there last year. When it's time to get out there and cultivate the land, I used to cultivate the land, right? And and, um, even with that, cultivating the land and all of that, right? So like. He also showed us indirectly that we were born to feed, to help feed people. Because if you look at it in the sense of our hands planted the uh, stuff, then our hands picked the stuff. Then now that I work in the plant, I know that he came and he sold it. And those people put the fruits and vegetables on their table and they ate and they ate. So we've been helping feed and nourish people since we were five years old. We right. fed, we help feed thousands of people, right. and in a sense, when we be giving, a, uh, when we be helping people, when we be teaching people stuff we know, that's us feeding them knowledge. Again, we've been feeding people this whole time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, and, and by you saying that, that's a great thing. See, uh, people so look at sure that as like a bad eat. thing, yeah. right? So people look at that like a bad thing, but it's like no, like when we say we feed you it's like we giving you the knowledge we giving you the understanding we giving you the wisdom it might be through a podcast it might be through a music it might be through an opportunity but you go eat something yeah you go it's, you, it's, but it's that's, that's crazy that you I just yeah. was saying that because in the basement like, with my wife last night because I was talking to my homeboy and I said every man that I ever thought was influential in my life I took on characteristics of them at some point in my life and I know when I was taking on certain characteristics. So, for instance, like when we was young, running up under niggas, we didn't know that we was really on top of niggas. Not not like we was we was the ones, but we didn't know because we was looking for something to look up to. So we might have put some of these characteristics from somebody, and them characteristics ain't of us. That ain't you know what I'm saying. Like you couldn't make us, G's. We was born this. Like you know right. what I'm saying. And some niggas got to be made into what they are. You know what I'm saying. And we never had to be that. Like Black didn't make us rappers. We was born that. He just fed us the knowledge about rap, and we yeah. you know what I'm saying. So. Daddy, uh, Granddaddy Ronald Legion, everything he taught us has been the most instrumental 
and my life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Up until, because I lived his life. Like, you know what I'm saying? Coming mm-hmm. home. A version of his life. A version of his life as the auto worker coming home. You could provide for your family, but you never see them. You know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. I can bring, he used to bring Pizza Populous home, seafood pizza. We couldn't wait. Like, and then I'm bringing home Jim Galley's and Shelby Lovett. Like, I was seeing, like, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, what about you? Jim Galleys, you know what I mean? Yeah, Jim so, Galleys, yeah, that's the shit. I'm not going to count that as uh, the one I talk about, but I just yeah. wanted to let you know that we just had that exact conversation yeah. yesterday. But uh, I think one thing that was really uh, influential uh, in my 40 years uh, looking back would be me becoming a father. And I say that uh, to because... When you're not a parent, you don't look at things from a parental perspective. You might look at things and say, I would never do that. Or from an adult that. perspective. But, yeah, yeah, a parental perspective. But, like, when I became a, a dad and I'm like, this little person, like, really depends on me. There's no excuse you can make for them when they come in and they uh they hungry and you can't provide. You understand what I'm right. saying? So it's like I can't slip. In no aspect I mean you I thought that because When it was me Just me And then when it was me And my wife Because what people Don't understand is I've always been a part Of a, a, a two person uh, yeah, you've team never been You so, you've never been You've never been dolo So it's like But this kid Like me and my wife Can break up today Right But my most important uh, We not by the way But my most important uh, Role in this lifetime Is being a great dad So now I have to make sure That those same things Ronald Legion taught me that I can teach them They might not want to get In the garden Because we used to look forward To that yeah, Right that But it's a, it's, a, it's a different ball game Right But I, I take the gardening approach Yeah Right yeah. But But What I can say about them So like what uh, uh, Heartfelt moments That you never know That you go get Is something like So when I see my mama With Shelby and them And they planting stuff And they I'm like wow Like Yeah That's generational wealth to me Because she's teaching them the same experience, same rule. You plan right. it, you know what I'm saying? You plan it, and that's the generational wealth because I'm teaching you about life and through your life, I could, we could, I could leave Shelby a billion dollars and the moment I die, she could turn around and give it away. So generational wealth is not about money. It's about right. what you teaching and what they continue and, yeah. and all of that. So, when the girls is over, uh, they call her Harmony. When the girls is over our mom house and they gardening with her, it's like it's like a surreal moment. It like it, it takes me like back. Full circle. Yeah. yeah, I remember being a little boy in the garden. The garden was way bigger than what they fucking with. They yeah, fucking yeah, with yeah. like some. It's a it was a quarter yeah. acre. You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, two sides, a quarter acre. And I so when we was talking about that, me and my wife yesterday, I said. Who who taught my granddad this? How to do this? You but this was the way of life because of how old he is. That right, is but that's what I was saying. But somebody like did he just get out there or did somebody teach, teach him? him? Because who who where did you get this knowledge from? How did you know? Because he passed it. We the we the second generation he taught this to, right? Because Uncle Kevin and uh, Uncle Rocky and them and Uncle Michael they and my mama. I it Chris, was a, it was even hard. They had animals. They had animals. Right. Uncle Kevin told me. Uh, Uncle Rocky's first game at Inkster High when he switched over, he had to. It was cold. He said he remembered this because it was cold. He had to dig a grave for their horse because their horse died, and when he couldn't leave, no matter what time it was, you can't leave until Kevin gets home, so you can tell him to continue to continue. Yeah. And then he said he got it as deep as he said the ground was so cold, but he he remembered like getting near Rocky, telling him and Rocky out because he about to go drop thirty on some niggas. Right, you feel right. what I'm saying? Yeah. But he he was teaching them that stuff, and 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 then. Like like I said, we the second generation, but becoming a parent made me understand that you have to teach 
your kids' lessons because yeah. if you if nobody like a lot of people just never and they been never taught know their lessons though. So like later with me becoming a parent, that was probably the most scariest time of my life because like you are already a parent, you are a parent of two, and um, I was familiar with kids, but I wasn't like hands on to the point I. I don't know if I knew how to change a diaper for real. Like, you know what I'm saying? But Especially that small. That small, yeah. I knew that. Yeah, so becoming a parent for me was scary because, like, I understood parenthood. I was grown. I was, what was it, 33, 34 when Shelby yeah. was born. Yeah, because she about to be uh, six. So I was 34 years old. I was well into being an adult. I was the well. functioning adult. Right, yeah. Like, and that the the fear was this is so new for everybody involved like how can you lead in a situation that you never been in you know what i'm saying that strap your nuts up yeah i did and i'm doing pretty well you know what i'm saying well you don't know no no i'm saying what i'm teaching like i'm i'm seeing her pick up lessons and shit like that but then it's certain shit i say to her that be like so more on a dark level because i tell my wife like hey i don't know how much time i got with her so i gotta say it like this so when she older if i'm not there that's how she hear it yeah you know what i'm saying but being becoming a parent was uh Challenging You know what I'm saying It was really challenging to me Okay Because so, I got into it With the doctor About touching her first It was just a lot you know? I mean yeah. A and lot of that stuff though is reduced It, it is yeah. reduced But I mean I would chalk a lot of that up To your delivery also You know what I mean Because I, I went through The same thing But I just I, I know I delivered it Different from you Because it was two things That I said uh, We had one of the best doctors At uh what is I was at St. Joe's, right? At St. Joe's, right? He's like, everybody raved the, uh, uh, about this guy, right? Like, like you get him, and it's like, you got the greatest doctor. And I shook his hand, right? And I said, man, I, I heard so much about you. Like, that's that's great, man. But uh, we, we need a black woman to be our doctor. You know what I mean? Like, my wife needs a black woman so she can understand what's going on. And he just looked at me. He said, I got somebody who I think better than me. And he he put us with a black doctor. And he was like, hey, and I'm going to tell you that y'all going to be her last because uh, she moving to Kalamazoo. So y'all going to be her last patient down here. She would be ecstatic to have a, somebody who requested her. So I don't. he must have told her like we requested her. But I just shook his hand. I, I understand what everybody's saying. And then when I seen her, I asked if she had kids and all of that. And Because I, 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 I just asked, you got kids yet? You know what I mean? And I said, you know, uh, it's, it's very important that I'm the first person who, who touches my daughter. Like that's the most important thing on right, my right. list at this time. And what ended up happening is right before – uh, we were supposed to go like a week later or something. I can't remember. But right before that, she left. So she wasn't even in the delivery room, but she let them know that this is the most important thing to this young couple right here. Right. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, I did it and you, yeah. did, you did it so as well. My approach was a little different. So my wife had been in her gynecology system her whole life. Right? Okay, yeah. And her doctor had retired, if I'm not mistaken, because we had seen a few different people. You know what I'm saying? Oh, so, while he was going through his... Yeah, well, like it was something where. So by the time we got to him, this guy, this guy yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm still learning the process. So, I'm every time I'm coming, I'm seeing somebody, somebody else. So yeah, yeah. this is the time. I'm like, yo, it was a white man, and that's when I was like, no way, shape, or form. So I say, hey, um, I need to, you know what I'm saying? Blah blah blah. And where it took the turn at with me and this guy, and it went left course is he said the father's role isn't important, right? And I said. Oh no! See you mistaken. First of all, you work for me. Yeah, I pay you. You right. know what I'm saying. This ain't one of them state cases where you know because you. And then I said, you got kids. Yeah, are you important? Well, yeah. I said, oh, so you meant the black father wasn't important. 
You know what I'm saying? Well, you got me fucked up. Not only are you not delivering my daughter, I don't want you nowhere near at the time my my pregnant girlfriend. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you already know, got yeah, in your head. Yeah. It wasn't that I you was upset. I have the audacity to tell you, big bad doctor, that nah, I'm a I need to touch my daughter first. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it was like it got kind of uh, some voices was raised. You know what I'm saying? And I when we when it was time I had a baby and went back. One of the nurses was she, The doctor who was in there with us Shelby was about to come out And she pulled me to the side And she was like Hey blah 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 You go be over there You will be the first person to touch her So I know that It, it was fl- a chatter it, about it It was a chatter yeah. about it And it wasn't even I wasn't even about to go Back and forth with whoever was in there I would just go touch her first yeah. <laughs> Like when y'all was about to Here she come Boom Elbow you t- I, I just need to touch her Because in no way shape or form Am I going to be the black man that I am And let a white man touch my daughter the first time she's ever been touched by anybody outside of her mother's womb. And that's just what it is. With yeah. Me, you know, yeah. And there's nothing wrong with that. You know, yeah. that, that's very understandable. And uh, I think more people should take that approach. I think the biggest thing is people don't understand that you work for me. Like, yeah, yeah, that, yeah, like that's, yeah. I, I pay insurance. My insurance pays you. So ultimately, if I don't go to work, then it's not going to get done. Okay. So you know what else I realized in my 40 years as well recently that I've always played my American citizenship like it didn't exist. And yeah. I think that was due to the brainwashing of the American black. Yeah. Or you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I realized that when I seen how much I had in common with 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 what they say are prejudiced white men or when I'm watching the building of America and all of that stuff. And what I mean by that is like if you black in America, first of all, they tell you you're an African American, wh- which is not true. You know what I'm saying? An African American is a African who becomes an American. Right. So you're not an African American. And then what really made me think about that is how much we, you and I, knew about Africans in history, blacks in history, and when we would be so surprised that we would be around people who didn't know about Juneteenth until it just became a thing, who didn't know about Mansa Musa and all of this stuff. And I'm like, oh, because they confusing black skin and black Americans, yeah. because the black American is not taught that you an American. So it actually let me see why black Americans go through problems in America because you're not an American until it's time to fill out some paperwork. Right. Other than that, you African-American, you blah, blah, blah. And none of those things are in the Constitution. They don't exist. A black American does not exist in the Constitution. Right. So they tricked you to say that you black American. Uh, no, that you're African-American. That you're an African-American. When no, you're an American because you don't understand nationalities. Now, since we do, we're fifth generation Ethiopian. Right. We can say that. Right. But on the other side, we're American. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Full blooded American. Right. And then it also hit me like people being like about being an American. Like the misconception of being an American is that everybody a everybody black in America is black. What y'all consider black And then That every black experience Is the same in America As if there were no Black American slaves owners As if there were no Black American Millionaires Millionaires in Virginia And they family still got it And that's what y'all call Generational wealth And it's this like And it's Black people are teaching Black people that too You know know what I'm saying So I said Going into my 40s 
I'm going to be more American because I've never lived nowhere else. I'm not, right. and that's what I You've am. You've never even if been I, connected to somewhere. So it, right. right. You know we saying? fifth generation, but that's because that's what our, our grandfather's father's father was. was. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I don't know one Ethiopian custom. You know what I'm saying? Right, but I know right. if we're talking African-Americans, because us. he didn't come as a slave. He came over, he picked the last name, he jumped into the field, he took advantage of the American dream and became a doctor. And he got generations, at, and I'm the fifth generation of that, you know what I'm saying? But now it's like, no, I'm never going to say the Pledge of Allegiance to the American flag because I don't pledge an allegiance to anything. Right. But I don't even own an American flag. Right. And that, you know you know what I'm saying? And people might be listening to this like, oh, you sound crazy. But no, brother, sister, whatever you say, you are if you were born in the confines of the united states of america or on a usa military uh base you're an american you're an american you represent the american flag don't let somebody tell you that you're african-american and you've never even been to africa africa is a continent With not a country yeah. africa has so if you're african-american and that's what you're saying you are where are you where are you from, from? in africa where are your ancestors from in africa how far can you trace back in Africa? And then you will know that you're not an African-American. Right. You know what I'm saying? So what else about you? Man, you know what? So I really learned like uh, that. Uh, I mean, just to quote, quote, Blade, like friends ain't really friends. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, we So the biggest thing with us is we always been friends. Right. In the womb, we was friends. When we came out, we spoke our own language. Uh, I mean, I think we mentioned that before, but we spoke our own language. So. We always had each other. We never other. went more than two days without talking to each other, right. like in anger. Right. So we, we've always had each other, but in always having each other, you notice how much people don't have someone in their life uh, to play a role as a friend. So to me, friends, uh, like I have some really strong uh, associates. I have friends now, now but yeah. what I thought was a friend back then lets me know that I have friends now. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, any if you don't know us, like we came from like a core group of, of people. You know what I'm saying? Well, not, you couldn't, not to cut you off on that, right? Uh, and it, w it would be a dishonor and disservice to our grandfather if we ever like we act like we came from nothing. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we came from, we came from a strong, solid foundation. With, like, uh, a really strong and stock. Instead of having, like, right, that's what I was saying. So instead of us having stories of being poor, broken, lonely with my mom and we can't eat, no, we were feeding people. Right. So that's the difference. And when, when a nigga got them type of stories and then they hear yeah, a story a nigga you, about a nigga feeding, it is it, 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 you look at niggas different yeah. you know what i'm saying so we don't gotta we did this because we was i never looked at a nigga outfit and said i gotta go hustle to get that right i, I looked at niggas outfits and said i'll never wear that right <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah so niggas looked at your outfit and said that. yeah oh, but, yeah. But, but, but yeah that wasn't my motivation right. to become a drug kingpin well yeah you know uh so uh what i was saying though is like uh, we we came from like if you've seen one of us, you probably seen five other people. You know what I mean? And uh, that dwindled down. And then when uh, like when a riff came, because everybody have riffs. Some riffs just go on further. Some some riffs are just growing pains. You know what I'm saying? But we had a rift. And when we had the rift, uh, people chose sides. People be one hundred. Let me let me, let me let me land. People chose sides of the rift, and you don't even got shit to do with this because the rift is with A, B, and C. 
No, the riff is really with C because he got the riff with me and you, which is A and B. You feel what I'm saying? And we never know. We, I, we At this point, you don't know what a, a person is thinking. So, you know, like I said, it's growing pains. We had been together with this crew, shit, since elementary. You feel what I'm saying? Before that. What, Parts of the crew. Well, I'm just saying, yeah, like I'm saying as a as a as a core, you know what I'm saying? Since elementary. So when we had a riff and people like choosing sides, but you don't even know what's going on. So how you go how how you go say you my friend and you I've never even spoke to you about what happened. You feel what I'm saying? Right. I've never, ever, ever spoke. The only person who stood tall on that shit was Hassan. You feel what I'm saying? Because Hassan said, hey, man, I love all y'all. I don't want to know what happened. And it doesn't make a difference to me because I still fuck with both of y'all. And I can never, ever, ever turn my back on him because of that. You oh, feel yeah, what I'm saying? Because he, yeah, he, he kept it. That, he that, that's, he, that's, 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 that's the, that's is, is he, hey, look, that it's, I can never turn my back on him for that because he said, hey, bro, you don't even have, I don't, don't even come try to tell me what happened because it don't matter to me. That's y'all got to work that out. You feel what I'm saying? The other niggas just felt like, I guess what dude saying was true. I don't know what a nigga ever told a nigga. And then I recently uh, had spoke to a nigga about it. Like, bro, you don't even know what happened. And he was like, yeah, but he said, I said, but yeah, but that's his version. You feel what I'm saying? Because if I don't he even said, know what another nigga's version could be of nigga. A nigga came to get us. We kept that shit 100. And in the midst of us keeping one, 100, a nigga was ready to keep that shit 40, uh, 10. Yeah. I mean, that's, I mean, 10. So that's just, it's, even a nigga listening to another nigga's version of that, knowing all three of us, knowing what it was of why would you even come get them if that, you know what I'm saying? So even a nigga, listen, you picked that side already. Like, and it's niggas from the, I ain't talked to the mad niggas. I see niggas all the time sometimes. Like, I might see a nigga at the store or whatever, and I don't look them niggas way, man, because it ain't no reason to. Because I don't care who, if you would have picked my side, I feel the same way. That's yeah. how I feel. It ain't yeah. y'all business. Y'all wasn't on the front line. Y'all ain't. Y'all wasn't ready to ride for that shit afterwards. When you know what I'm saying. So if you you, it ain't none of your business. And at the end of the day, that's what y'all get. Y'all y'all still y'all still together. Yeah, <laughs> y'all still yeah. together. Yeah. I mean, you get what you. Want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you so. feel what I'm saying? Keys open doors. You know what I mean. So what's what's another one for you? Uh, man, relationships. Yeah. Like I just look back at all my like not just. Man woman relationships But yeah. like I've I learned to value Relationships For what they are And that's not necessarily a Like A, a supervisor Employee relationship uh, yeah. You know what I'm saying Like yeah. you start Like it, the, Every relationship Has boundaries And you gotta Put those boundaries Oh gotta give moms A shout out Cause her 50 I mean her 60 Is coming up You yeah, know what June I'm saying 14. June 14th Moms will be 60 uh, Got an auntie That'll be 50 So we 40, 50, 60 In them You know what I'm saying uh, But relationships man I just learned To value relationships Like and, 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 and Position I mean And points in relationships Like you know what, what I'm saying Like okay so like me and your relationship like we got a 40 year relationship or plus before 40 you know what i'm saying so ultimately we probably got like a 41 yeah 41 year relationship yes, yes. right but during that relationship the roles have changed so much like and like okay so you've been married for 15 years i've been married coming up on four so when it comes time for us to not talk about our marriages per se saying, you know, this is what's going on in my household. But when it's time to have marriage conversations, you become the big brother. Because although I've been married three times, it still don't total 10 years. It's, it don't total six years, <laughs> seven years. You're right, right, right. right. It don't total seven years. And I, yeah. this one is four. You know right. what I'm saying? So in that situation, you become the big brother. Right. Yeah. But then and like and then even with the uh, when you was like 
achieving so much in the uh, retail industry. You was winning all the awards and shit. And you were the dominant figure in the uh, work relationship conversation. Because even though I was doing good, I was in a good position at work. Right. I wasn't doing my best. And you asked me like, hey, well, are you a good team leader? You just a team leader. Are you good at it? That made me become good at it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And once I became good at it, it wasn't nothing. They can never say anything about my work performance. You not right. liking me, you're not going to like me. We're not the same. Right. At this time, I'm a practicing uh, Sunni Muslim with Nation of Islam beliefs. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, so you had Nation of Islam aggression. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you know, Nation, y'all know what it is. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, not nothing bad. I just, you know, what I'm well, saying? was aggressive with it. You was pushing, you was pushing, like, I was pushing the line. line. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So, but now, like, you were the, you were the big brother in that relationship, part of the relationship. But when it comes to something else, like. You never lived alone. You know what I'm saying? So I'm telling you, like, yeah, nigga, when you never living alone is different from me living alone, getting a family, coming home and being alone at some points in my marriage. That's a big difference. Like, because yeah. you know what I'm saying? So it's just the value and the positions in relationships. I learned about that as well. That was dope, man. You know what I mean? Uh the and then the other thing that that really uh is has shaped me uh is like it's it's a two part right it's that uh everything you do is really to prepare you for the next and then like you really got to speak into existence what you want and i was talking to our sister uh kiwana our oldest sister and she was like yo you know like i pay attention to you like you really do speak everything you want into existence like you really need to tap into that more like did you learn that from me or did, no, did, did no, we no, no. discover that at the same time? I mean, I don't know when you discovered I, I told you when I discovered it, for real, for real. I discovered it when I was in court. So you, you couldn't have died. I said that out of my mouth. You feel what I'm saying? So you was up there. So right, right. You right. was next when I said that. You feel what I'm saying? That is when I can pinpoint that I discovered that, right? But then what she said to me too is like, hey man, you really need to tap into that. Like tap into that. Like don't think it's like just here and there. Like I you have said a bunch of stuff and then I just watch and see and she was like, It happened just how you you feel what I'm saying? Right. And to piggyback off of that, like don't you ever piggyback off of me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I got nothing against pigs. I me just neither. don't eat I just don't pigs and chickens to the nasty, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nasty, turkey nasty. Yeah. yeah, all them niggas flocking around and shit. Yeah. Well, be I, but yeah. see, that come from niggas never being on the farm in the backwoods of Georgia, seeing a motherfucker cut a chicken head off, chicken with his head cut off. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like we always say, it's a different ball game if a nigga had to uh, go get that, go hunt his own food, yeah. and then yeah. cook it. You know what I'm saying? Shit. So, uh, what I noticed is my speaking into existence how it goes for me you know what i'm saying i start in my head then i put whatever picture or whatever i put it on a piece of paper and i just put it around me i don't have a vision board yeah. i have like i so because i can't erase if i got a vision board i can erase you know what i'm saying i noticed the vision board shit when things wouldn't work for me so i just the watch i want the house i want the car i want the things that i want everything i just at one time you remember i wrote the list sl jackson um Award-winning, best-selling author, live limitless, better husband, better son, better father, better uh, friend. And all of those things just happen. They start happening. Yeah. So I took that off the wall because it's embedded in me now. You know what I'm saying? Like when I look where it used to be on the wall, I just see it. Yeah. And then everything started coming. Even with what we got going on right now, we seen this. Yeah, but yeah, that's the thing too. Like so mine, I just, you know, I already put in my mind like how I want to view myself. You see what I'm saying? And every situation, how I want to view myself. And then it's on me to to do the work and get get uh, that. That's how I'm viewed. You know, even when I started in a 
retail and I, I talk about retail the most because that was my favorite uh industry. work time industry in my life but the the first day like the first time I made like a hell of a commission check I was like but I don't want to work commission I need to be in leadership and management and that was because when I got hired like I always tell B yo I was your best hire. And he said, why you always tell me that? I said, first of all, dog, you hired a pregnant lady and me the same day. And, you know, we got to walk up and down ladders. But I was the I trained everybody who you hired and uh, like started to take that role already. But that I told him. But that's because I knew my aspirations. You feel what I'm saying? And this is how it actually worked out for me, because I had told the owner of the franchise I was working for. I told him on a Friday. Hey, man, I make it. I, I need to get up there and make some of that real money. It ain't even enough stuff to sell up here. And he was like, man, I never forget it. It was me, him. And this is when I first uh, started to connect with uh, my partner, Brandon. So it was me, him and Brandon on a three way. Right. And uh, well, not a three way. They was on the work phones and I was on a regular phone at my job. And he was like, man. It's kind of slow down here. I'm actually thinking about cutting hours. Now, that was Friday. That Monday, one of the top salespeople got mad at the current manager and quit. And I used to remember we used to close at seven. So he would have to come because B was off on Monday. And he was like, hey, man, you still thinking about coming down there when you need me to start? You see, this is my vision. I'm all, I already said I was coming up before I even talked to him. I already said I'm about to go up there and make some money. You feel what I'm saying? Because I know what I'm doing down here. And everybody was talking about got to be where, you know, like yeah. my man, the top salesman up there. I said, that's till I get there. Right. And then I go up there. I do the same thing. And I say, uh, Man, I'm a I'm a, I'm gonna be the top salesperson. I, I'm a, I'm gonna sell twenty five thousand dollars worth of uh, stuff one week because we got paid every week. So then I did eighteen, seventeen, nineteen, fifteen, fourteen. Then I did twenty. I was like, I ain't done. So I do the twenty five. I did the twenty five, right? And then I was like, I'm done being a salesperson when I sell a mink. Winter had passed though, right? And this dude who used to gamble, he he that's who, that's one of the first people talked to me about roulette. You know, what I'm saying if don't nobody know, like I like roulette. So he like, bro. Can I put this in the layaway? So I'm like, like I went to go ask. Like, look, he said he coming back. It, you, it ain't go, it ain't go hurt nothing. Yeah, it ain't go hurt nothing. They let him put it in the layaway, so you know you still get to sell on layaway. And I didn't work Mondays, nah. And he I, he put it in the layaway, and he came back Monday and bought it. And then the next time I seen him, he had it on. He was like, nigga, I went down there, nigga. I'm, and he, he like this to go right here. And I like, I know you feel me. And then I went. And management. So even with the retail situation, you were so good. They bought me in thinking just because I look like you that yeah. I would be as good. And, and I sometimes I don't think that's fair, bro. To the, yeah, you know, yeah. to the to the next person. person. So, so when I walked through the door, I didn't know anything about shoes. Hated Nike, like for real. Like just was so against Nike because I was Adidas nigga, you know, Chuck nigga, you know what I'm saying. But I never get no more Chucks after the ones I got. After yeah, yeah, yeah I ain't fucking with no Chucks no more. But yeah, it's nothing personal. Nothing either. personal against Chucks. I just my my feet need to be more comfortable at this point in my life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Air bubbles and shit. Yeah. But anyway, I come in. I learned the ropes and then I do my thing down there and they automatically thought that I wanted to come up after that Jordan sales that one time they just yeah. it was like oh but then we knew what that would do for us people would get confused they yeah were, super yeah. confused yeah because but, we definitely couldn't work the same days you know what I'm saying and then what I I mean and yeah, but then, retail was just never for me right, I was and that's what I was about to say my life right, and I right and, yeah. I, and that's what I was, exactly what I was about to say like 
uh, you didn't you didn't have a passion or a love for it. So yeah, I would you, just you, it, it just worked for what it needed yeah, to be. Yeah, yeah. And when I used to have those type of employees, I, I understand that. You feel what I'm saying? Like I understand that. But I was a excellent you, you employee. Did great I did my in thing. Sales. Yeah, 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 you yeah, did yeah, great yeah. in sales. But you, I mean, we both knew that like this ain't what you wanted. It's do. because like you were having your visions and I was having mine. And at the time, my part of the vision was to be more. Handling our business It was just easier Because you still You was in a fat You had the family You was having a new baby At some point Like I was just a solo nigga Besides anything That I was doing with you So (laughs) No but you feel what I'm saying So But like The I just want to tell you happy birthday. First yeah, of all, man, yeah, I love you. Happy you. birthday, love you too. I'm happy that we was able to see this together. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm happy we not none of them twins or siblings that fall out, hate each other. We haven't had a fight since we've been grown, I, and I wanted to beat your ass so much. Yeah. And I, and that, that's what oh, I'm saying. I, I, so I know how you feel, like. Yeah. But we also we we been brothers to each other the whole time, and yeah. that matters to me more. Yeah. And the first forty was cool. Like I was telling my wife, yeah, like I can't complain, though. Yeah, like like I, we, we we still here yeah that's the you know number one thing like we, we ain't got no we ain't got no here. bullet holes no stab wounds no shit bags no wheelchairs no no uh, prison sense no, yeah, no prison sense numbers. numbers no none of that our kids is healthy our families is good my mama and my daddy still here and yeah. my son all my siblings still here yeah. and they all older than us right you know what i'm saying yeah. antoine the baby boy yeah. <laughs> you know what i'm saying yeah. antoine the baby boy everybody in their right mind everybody doing everything they want to do and it's just it's it's just been a hell of a ride. I mean, man. even with us, like you uh, you gotta uh, you gotta put it in perspective. Like uh, we come from us uh, on my uh, grandma's side, my dad's mom's side. Like they got some severe mental issues, bro. No, Super no, severe. No, none of that has touched us. Uh, yeah, right. You feel right. what I'm saying? Well, like, I, I, we we have things about us that you know what I'm saying not like severely mentally ill but though. I mean that's but that's everybody. a societal thing yeah, yeah those, those, those are traumas and shit yeah. caused by society which we yeah. didn't let get the best of us we seen a lot we been through a lot our hands have shot guns bag drugs built houses planted food whatever you could think we yeah, I mean yeah, shit yeah. touched babies being yeah, delivered you know what I'm saying but more importantly man our hands have been the bridge to a lot of people, people's uh, dreams dreams and them uh accomplishing their goals and them getting to see that is 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 whatever you think bro is more to it bro i'm saying it's more to life than you well, know what yeah, i mean like yeah. i take even even at this at this age you know what i'm saying like i got a, a young partner who we worked with but the first time i seen him i'm like yo that's my man Like I asked him Like uh, What you Like you 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 hella early He like man I caught the bus I said well you catch the bus from me He said man I caught the bus from the east side So I just get here early I said bro you got it You go be something I was able to To build To train him up To manager You know what I'm saying But we built that relationship So it's like What I be telling him too Like listen man What 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 happened to you Them growing pains No matter what it's, yeah, Everybody it's go, you go, go, go. Money can't change it it's, right. Everything like So Even Just over them 40 years, man, I look at the bad times, what we would consider to be bad. And I also look at what we would be considered to be good. And we did all this shit, nigga, our way. We don't owe no niggas. Nigga yeah. can't, yeah, nigga, you can't take credit for what Wine and Kimmy created. You know what I'm saying? Nope. So, but still. 
but them you know what i'm saying like we always been them niggas like we through conversation we found out why niggas didn't like us because we were twins and solo birth baby niggas just feel a certain way nothing against that 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 was just what my man said and then we look back on the people who had nothing against us except that we were us so that's not of course it's not all people who don't have twins but when you figure because you know like i uh i always uh when me and my wife talk i'd be like now that i think about it like i i really don't know uh, why that person wouldn't like us besides this you know what i'm saying it's like why would how could you if you don't, you don't know me you can't yeah, you, yeah. you can't even like and then niggas didn't like us because niggas we was with but we with niggas you yeah. know what I'm and saying? that that a lot of it a, a came lot from of it that, came from that majority of it came from that because uh like uh i really can never pinpoint a fight or 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 a beef type of situation that was really because a nigga didn't like us versus uh Either homeboys or, or home, yeah, you know what I'm saying because you can't or a nigga not like said my he go, yeah. I'm gonna go get him for y'all, yeah, and, and like, I always turn out bad for the other niggas, and that's dumb too because how I don't know what a nigga going back to Tell say, nigga, yeah. but it's like you can't come get me and say come fight dog just on the strength. I don't even know them. That don't even make sense. Yeah. We're not in gangs, yeah. you know what I'm saying? We're not gang bangers. Shot, shot at gang banging at one time, it just didn't work in Taylor when that was a big thing out yeah. there. Yeah, yeah, you know but I just can't be up under no nigga who ain't gonna do what he asking me to yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, can't be up under no nigga. So like, yeah. like, like, so. I tell the nigga at work the other day. I say, see me and my brother, we'll go with you to do whatever front line. But I'm not going to do nothing for you. Yeah, like I think you said that on the podcast. Yeah, too. like hey, if 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 something happened, I'm not going to do it for you because I don't know that you'll go do it. <laughs> you know what I'm right. saying? Like, right. and I'm not telling you to go do nothing for me. Hey, if you go come with me, but we, we I'm not calling nobody to come with me to do nothing. I'm gonna call and tell you what happened afterwards if I talk because to you about I, especially right because I love like, niggas. So right. any nigga I talk to, I love. I wouldn't. I don't want you to go to jail or die, and I don't want me to go to jail or die based on something based about on, you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Now if we together and a nigga slap you in your face, dog. That with you No what that? if he slap him so hard That it can't He can't Or, or punch him And he You know what I'm saying You gotta react Because we together And the nigga yeah, knocks yeah. you out But it's like and, and then like You don't know Why hard a nigga you? Can punch your <laughs> yeah, ass yeah. Or, or a motherfucker You fighting And you getting the best Of a nigga Nigga hit you with a bottle It's like shit At least we it both was, was fighting, fighting You yeah. feel what I'm saying So what uh, What do you foresee so this is what like I foresee a thousand percent because everything is like really lining up right. So we taking uh, we taking right now we taking two things like really seriously right, and uh, w- one of those being like uh, the creation space because we always been creators but now it's just in the form of podcast. We got we got, we got a really dope podcast right. coming up. You feel what I'm saying? Like this is gonna blow people away. You know what I'm saying? And this is a homage. To somebody you know what I'm saying so that's that's really dope but with the connected experience and with animal instinct like I'm putting my all into bringing those things to fruition and forefront and we really benefit off of it us right here today today, standing on the ground we benefit from it and we just really do what we want you know what I'm saying like it's no secret like I mean we already said what we really the the goal is millionaire youth coaches yeah millionaire youth (laughs) sports coaches like I got enough money that I'm just going to coach you sports man you know what i mean and that's going to be basketball and that's going to be baseball well i was i for sure want to get into basketball uh coaching girls basketball because my daughter wants to play really bad so and i was telling my wife that like people really cut themselves short with age and time limits right right so i said right now today i'm 40 years old 
in the next 40 years, I could literally still become one of the greatest coaches to ever coach basketball in the history of basketball. Right. You know what I'm saying? And that's what, like I want. So I'm going to start coaching and every however, if my every level that my baby rise up, I got to step up my coaching so I could at least be on the coaching staff somehow. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. she go to the professional sports. I got a resume that tells you I can coach in this. Right. Yeah. So and, and we put that in the deal. She go put that in the deal. It yeah. don't listen. If I helped you get here, it don't matter if you help me get here. I don't give a damn what somebody else say. If I'm a coach and my daughter can say, hey, in order for me to come here, my dad's going to, to be on the, the coaching staff, staff because somebody's going to say, yeah. Yeah, you feel and, what I'm saying? and that's where we're going right and, and, and this is my res this is my dad's resume so if you like my game you should love, love my dad because he I, taught he he coached me i put the basketball this. in her hand first or whatever no 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 i'm be. saying yeah. took her to the court first and i know enough about youth basketball that i know i can make her a great youth basketball player yeah. now do i know about the next level i might not but doing going through this level You'll learn i'm gonna learn it and i'm learning so i'm Millionaire youth coaches, man. Yeah, you know millionaire youth sports coaches, man. And then, I mean, uh, besides doing a millionaire youth sports coaching, it's just like my time is my time, bro. You know what I mean? What I was saying is like, of course, if you listen, if you a new listener, you this is what you should know is I already retired from an industry, right? And then I moved on to another industry. Even when I went uh, and, and did like in the auto industry and was like full-fledged with it, I actually became the union steward. You feel what I'm saying? And then I I, I, I uh, stopped doing that because I wanted to try my hand in corporate America. I don't work in – I always – when, when I got on the inside of corporate America, I said, this ain't for me. You know what I mean? I'm just not one of those people who can be contained like this. It's not a good thing or a bad thing. Like, it's some, not right, so corporate America is some people dream. It wasn't my dream. And uh, right before that was over, like, I spoke to my wife the day before that and was like, yeah, I just need a, 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 a really – just I don't – I can't even tell you how much. I just need a lump sum of uh, money to stop being in corporate America. And it happened the next day. And then that's when my sister, like, hit me, like, Listen to right. what you're saying. You said, and then, yeah, and then following that, just your corporate America thing, right? So everything we got going on, and we will be planning things. I'd be like, damn! But in order for this to even take place, he gonna have to quit immediately. Like, right. you know what I'm saying? So now that opened up where bro ain't gotta quit, and then it just turns out I don't gotta worry about it either, and it just opened up everything. And on the way here, the conversation we were having is we got to start living how we want to live because everything else is going to fall into place. So we were making plans that we go record more episodes. We go do more of this. And I said, well, we got to start that right now yeah. because it's, it's happening right now. It's right. happening for everybody around us. Right. It's happening to everybody who, who we love and got. Some, so our whole thing is, the few people we got around us is including us in their plans. Right. So we got to have plans that and we can include them, them in. Yeah. So it's not like you did this and not that I had to do this for you because you did this. But, hey, you got good you, news you, you, for you, us. You, you, you are included on it. Yeah, because every nigga around us now. No, no, only no, no. Every, every, every man. Every man every around man us woman. now yeah. talks us and we. Yeah. And we and got that, us and right, we and, and that's quit. what I said to my wife when uh, our partner called us and told us like his good news, and all he was saying was us, we, we, and I said, yeah, and we got something for you too, baby. Hold on, give us a second, and it's because that's how I and I told her that's how I operate with people who I call my you friends. You know why we operate like that? Of course, I know why we operate like that because. I'm Santoine. I'm Antoine. And I want for my brother what, what I, I want, want for myself. myself. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, bro. <laughs>